Hey there, and welcome to the Two Mom Life Podcast, a show for moms like us balancing it all and ready to live an inspired and full life. I'm your host, Jody Freed, mom of four, Jewish community professional, and mother's empowerment coach. Motherhood is a journey, and on this podcast, inspired by Jewish thought, you will learn from other moms, receive practical advice, and loads of inspiration. Motherhood is messy and certainly not perfect. Here is to mom life, to finding your way, to finding perfect moments. Here is to you. Everybody, welcome. On this week's episode, I sit down with Yael Trash to talk about the topic of money. This is something that permeates in so many relationships and even, you know, so many people's lives. Yael is a money coach and has so much experience with finances and broaching the difficult topics, the difficult conversations with partners, spouses, family, friends, no matter what your situation is. So in this interview, Yael discusses different tips on how to train yourself to better handle money every day. And she highlights that trusting in and connecting with Hashem, with God, will give the strength and guidance needed to really enable yourself to handle any financial situation. Yael also talks about the concept of a money date with your partner or spouse, making time for that can grow your communication skills and help you both work through financial challenges and situations. So you'll hear more from her. This was a wonderful, wonderful conversation that was aired as part of the Jewish Mama Masha. And I'm so excited to bring this to you on the podcast. It's so applicable, whether you're married or single or men, women. So I really encourage, encourage you to listen. Of course, remember to rate this podcast if you like what you hear and here is to money hi everyone and welcome to the jewish mama mashup i am so lucky and excited to be bringing on today yael trash from jewish latin princess or latin jewish princess yeah you'll you'll let us jewish know. first jewish, <laughs> jewish latin princess amazing so she is an absolute powerhouse she has a wonderful podcast and is a financial coach. Yael, can you just tell us a little bit about you before we dive in? Sure. Well, I host the Jewish Latin Princess podcast, as you know, and I also blog on my website, jewishlatinprincess.com. And I'm a public speaker. I travel all over the world addressing Jewish women about spiritual insights and practical insights based on Jewish wisdom. Um, and one of my passions is actually personal finance. My background is not in communications, even though I'm a great communicator, but it's actually in um, economics and finance. And one of the areas that I saw very often where women are struggling is in our financial lives. And so Jewish wisdom is every, ha has everything in it. So I started talking more openly on my show and through my writing about different tools that we could use to help um, rooted in Jewish wisdom to help us in that area of our lives. I actually write a column on personal finance for Chabad.org. So, you know, a lot going on. 
a lot going on. And that's actually the perfect, perfect segue because today we're going to be talking about finances and as Jewish women coming out of financial challenges, which I know is something that many of us face, especially with all the additional costs of Jewish life in this world. So tell us a little bit about what you see, you know, happening and when we as moms, as Jewish women are in just like facing a lot of financial stress, how can we kind of build up and come out of that? So I'm really excited to, to hear your perspective on this. I think, that so one. I think one of the first things to note is that when we talk about finance, it seems like it's all numbers, but as is, as you described, and it's most people's experience, it's never just about the numbers. There's a whole set of thoughts and emotions that we attach to something that is pretty neutral, which is money and something that is actually very helpful in the world. And very often those thoughts and those emotions are very powerful and very often very negative. So a lot of the work that we first have to do is try to find the strength within us to say, okay, I can look at these numbers and they're just numbers there. They're not saying anything about me. They're not saying anything about my self-worth. My self-worth is not equal to my net worth. There's a lot of mental work that we can use to train ourselves to look at these numbers without going into panic mode. At the same time, we know that we have to feel our emotions. So it's very important for us to check with our bodies and say, one minute, I just dazed or I just tensed up and note what emotions we're feeling when we have to have a money conversation or when we have to pay at the store and we're nervous that we don't have enough in our bank account to pay or when we have to open that credit card saving or whatever it might be, right? Everybody has different triggers. So it's very important for us to get to know ourselves and what's happening within us so that then we could do the work. Um, and another thing that I would like to address just right off the bat is that very often the work entails working on strengthening our trust in God um, because it's just so easy as human beings of flesh and blood to get carried away with the, the stresses and the burden that find, again, just because it's so emotional, it represents so many emotions, it triggers so many emotions, that financial life brings that we can forget very often that this area of our life, every area of our lives, but this one in particular, we tend to forget that God is really running it. And if we can strengthen that, and by this, I mean, do a daily practice of trusting God, of saying to yourself, okay, God, you've, you have this, the, the credit card bill is coming up or my kid's tuition is coming up, whatever it might be, but just constantly telling yourself, and training yourself to trust in Hashem, and you start seeing little by little how life starts shifting for you. So practically speaking, what does it look like to implement a daily practice where we are trusting in Hashem and telling ourselves those, those things? So I'll tell you two tips. We have, we have, a, we have morning blessings, and yeah. there's, there's one specific morning blessing in our morning blessings where we, we, we bless Hashem, and we mention... For his will. And we really, if we could practice, like even to put a little tag next to that morning bracha and really saying, okay, it's his ratzon, it's his, his will, he has this, that's a really good mental exercise. Another thing that I recommend people that I 
for me, it's been life-changing is to learn parts of Torah that have to do with bitachon, a little bit a day. If you mm. take Shari Yichud Ve'amuna, if you take, if you take Shara Bitachon from, from Shari Yichud Ve'amuna, and you take a little bit a day of Shara Bitachon or listen to a shir on Bitachon and really start mm. just two minutes of learning something about bitachon every day just starts shifting your perspective. But another very practical thing with I, which I often tell people, whether you're in a relationship or not, very often I focus on a relationship because many of us are married and there's sometimes a lot of tension when you bring a partner into the equation because you have your thoughts and emotions and he has his, right? Is the idea of a money date. And a money date could be with your spouse or it could be by yourself. And this is a time that you consistently allocate just to look at your numbers. And it has to be regular. It can't be just once every once in a blue moon. And if you're in a relationship, for, for sure it has to be regular because what we're trying to avoid is having these conversations about finances, like while your kids are crying or they're in the bath or you're cooking or your boss is calling you. No. So we want a set space and time that is allocated just for this, just for talking about our financial goals, talking about financial issues, talking about what's coming up, the expenses that are coming, the charity that we want to give, but we perhaps, you know, haven't really been giving. All those areas have a time set in your calendar to actually do it. And even if you're not married, have money dates with yourselves, get yourself your favorite snack, your favorite music, whatever you need to do to calm yourself down and say these next 30 minutes, I'm going to address this area of my financial life. And then you do it, and then you leave it to next week for the next 30 minutes. So for somebody who doesn't really hardly look at finances at all, or where the husband or somebody else is taking care of it, what's the place to start? And like, what's the, what would you say is the most important thing to like start paying attention to? So I would backtrack it a little bit for somebody who, is in a relationship and somebody else is taking care of the money, say in this case, the husband, Sure. I would say the first place to start is communicating to your husband that you would like to be more involved, that you would like to see how you can help. Because at the end of the day, you are a couple and you're building a home together and finances is a huge part of that home. So just trying to have that conversation. If you need to do the money dates first initially with yourself, and I have a whole money guide that can guide you through that, Mm. that's great. But try to get yourself to present to your spouse the need for both of you to be involved. And it doesn't mean that you have to control him. And it doesn't mean that you're taking over his role. It just means that you're learning how to communicate together in a consistent basis about what's happening with the numbers. And it, the, a great way to start is actually not even tackling the numbers, as you'll see in my guide later on, is really starting with your thoughts about money and what makes you nervous or what relaxes you or what is the family history that you have, which is completely different from your husband's family history. And what experiences did you have as a young adult that might have felt like failures or successes or childhood experiences? All those things, first of all, you get to know yourself and you get to know your spouse so much better. And then you you can start understanding each other instead of feeling like, well, he never wants to buy me anything because so and so and so, whatever it might be, right? Or whatever. You don't have to make up the stories. You can yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. It's just part of learning to communicate because, unfortunately, this is not 
just in the Jewish world. This is just a general thing. People in general haven't been learned, haven't learned as children how to communicate around money. Money very often is very taboo in families. Parents right. don't necessarily like involve their children in financial decisions in the family, which I would encourage people to actually do, especially we're here with mothers. The fact that we don't know a lot about money it's, it's not our fault. It's just part of the way, but we, but we can change that for ourselves. We can change that in our marriage and we can change that for our children. Yeah. And I really love the way that you, you just alluded to your experience with money and your history with money is different to your husband's. And it's right. just, there's so much that we carry with us throughout life, you know, from the way that we were brought up that really affects the way for better or worse, that we are showing up in the world and regarding money and finances and the way we're responding to our spouses or other people in our lives. And it's just, it's all very tied together. Very tied um, together. Yeah. And so I just, you know, wanted to highlight that, that like there is so much. And, and something that I want to add to people is that, in fact, when you actually start having these very open, vulnerable conversations with your husband about this area of your life, instead of money becoming something that is unspoken about, or it's always a fight, or it's just unspoken about because it's been always a fight, so then we just block it out, right? It can actually become a source of closeness and intimacy. Like, it really can bring you together. And... It's hard to describe that, but once you start practicing and you start getting on the same page and understanding each other, it just builds up your relationship. It's just another layer of depth and connection that you're going to build together. Wow, that, that's beautiful. So how can one go about enrolling one's husband, let's say, in having these conversations and doing this? Because I love that idea that you can use, that money can become you know, a way that you strengthen the intimacy and strengthen the relationship? It, it's a great question because very often we feel like he doesn't want me involved or he's going to feel threatened, right? But here I'll encourage all the women listening that we have an extra added of intuition and wisdom and we know our husbands. And so you'd be surprised that they're most often, first of all, our spouse loves us dearly and wants the best for us, right? So very often he's performing a certain role because that's what he saw in his home, right? But it doesn't mean that you can't come and as his helper, approach him and say, it would mean so much to me if I would know a little bit of what's happening in our finances. Or you could say certain things about money are making me nervous. Can I share them with you? And I know it's hard for people to say, well, why do I have to be vulnerable first? But you know what? If you want to get somewhere, just go with it. Because the minute you start becoming vulnerable, he will also respond in kind. And he'll also feel a lot of the weight like that's on him very often reduce in thinking that my wife is really here to help, mm-hmm. you know, because you are. And very often we are put in these roles where you're just, let's just say the spender and he's just struggling to make the money because she spends it all. Let's just, not yeah. always it's like that, right? But, but he feels like, you know, like you have no awareness of what's going on in his pressures. But if you come from another angle, you say, I feel like you have a lot of pressure right now. Can we have a discussion so I could see where I could be more helpful in this area? Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, perhaps I'm not sure that I'm 
understanding how much we have every month, how much is available for the expenses that I have, or perhaps he doesn't even know what real expenses you have. So again, it's just a way of how do you communicate to him that you want to be on his side, on his team, and you want to help him. And that will certainly bring him in. Yeah, I love it. And I'm sure the more you have the conversations and the more you open the doors to talking about this, just the stronger that relationship becomes and the more, you know, the more you can feed off of each other and and learn to work together and really strengthen your relationship. And and the home for your, the foundation for your children. Exactly. And also you become very intentional about financial decisions because now they're, you take, you make them with a certain consciousness, an awareness, because they don't just happen to you. You plan for things. Oh, let's discuss this next Sunday. Let's say you have, or whenever, you know, and, and very often if things come up, I tell people there's very few financial things that come up that are super urgent that deserve you calling your husband in a panic. But if Mm -hmm. you've already had these dates scheduled in your calendars, all you have to do is, you know, say something came up that really needs to be addressed, right? You just write it in the notes, calendar note for your meeting, for your dates, And that's it. Like you put it, it's there. There's a time and place where you're going to talk about it. You will talk about camp tuition. We'll talk about Passover expenses. You'll get there. You don't need to panic right now. And if I would add one more thing that's very important in these dates, it's that it's also a great time to strengthen that bitachon, that trust in God that we talked about before. Try to bring in a word of gratitude, a word of trust, a word of saying, wow, we set this goal and we did it. Or wow, look what, how, what a miracle that God sent us this check from this client that we weren't expecting. Just those little things, when you yes. verbalize them together, you're strengthening each other. Yes, I love that. I love that. And bringing God and Hashem into the relationship mm-hmm. is so key. And again, can just help reframe. Exactly. Yeah, some of us bogging us down. I love this. Yeah, this has been such a fun and like really practical and enlightening conversation. So thank you so much. Can you share with everybody how to get in touch with you? And I think you have a free gift as well. Yes, of course. Well, first of all, everybody can find me on Jewish Latin Princess podcast um, on iTunes and everywhere else. And of course, my website, jewishlatinprincess.com. And if you'd like to learn more about the money date, then you just go to jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash money date. And they'll, you'll, you'll get a seven day guide to really how to go through these money dates and get yourself set up and pumped. And if anybody has any questions, just reach out to me through the website. Amazing. That's awesome. And we will post all your links um, sure. in this series. So again, thank you so much. Thank Everybody, you. goodbye, and we will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Two Mom Life podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please remember to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to learn more about me and my work helping moms feel filled and in balance or helping moms integrate family adventures, big and small, into mom life or to explore how we can work together, visit my website, loveadventuremom.com or find me on Facebook and Instagram at the handle loveadventuremom. Till next time, l'chaim to life.